This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We listen to Sarah Groves, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. I want to see cats! Hey, I'm just killing. Disgusting looking. Okay, kids, watch this. I love the Zinga. Jesus Losers, in other words. Oh, what do you want to get in the bathtub? <laughs> it's Sicario. Are you very familiar with, like, Calvinism as a concept? <laughs> what is happening? Toad, can I make a request for one? Oh, yeah, what? Can I have um, Adam Sandler crying from Uncut Gems saying, I wish you were nicer to me? Yeah, just send it to me as a wave file and I'll, I'll put it in. Okay. Welcome to GCF. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. Good Christian fun is the podcast where I take Caroline's order and then I go back to the kitchen and whip her up a little Christian pop culture souffle uh-huh. and we both eat it together. And then I say, mm-mm-mm, mm, yum, 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 more. But also you didn't do it What's quite for like dessert? I wanted. For dessert? Is that what you mean? Like, <laughs> your... <laughs> Wait, dessert? is that what you hear when I ask for uncut gems? You hear that's not quite what I wanted? <laughs> uh, no, no. It's not. You gotta stand by your digs, Kevin. <laughs> when Wait, you make them, are you you're mad at me for not doubling down on this? You gotta be honest, though. You gotta own them. But we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to have some good Christian fun. That's right. Oh, uh, it's a couples counseling session today with me and Caroline. Oh, I we, hope not. We did the love languages last week, uh-huh. right? Did you really? Yeah, it was last love week. Love the love have you languages. Ever taken that test? Oh, hell yeah. Do you know what your top one is? Words of affirmation. All we're all a day. words of affirmation. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we're adults. Yeah. I'm not like. Yay, shiny gift. What are you, uh, who if, you're, needs it? if you're listening right now and your top gift is <laughs> your presence, dumb. log off. You're you technically know, a grow stupid up. person. <laughs> you it's like, I just want a ring or a bracelet with my name on it. No. Psychotic. Yeah. Over time and Gracious. love and kisses even? Well, kisses. Absolutely not. Insane. Kisses, maybe God's best little gift, <laughs> best of, all gift of all for humanity. <laughs> That's my word of affirmation mm. from God. Is what? Kisses. Kisses. Existing. Kisses existing. Oh, boy. But we're not here to talk about kisses. Well, we probably are in some form or fashion. We're here to talk about Sarah Groves, which, you know, not quite as good as Sarah Americana's, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Stupid reference. I love it. This is not a local podcast, but it is today. Your local malls. Hey, let's introduce our outdoor malls in Los Angeles, California. Caruso, let's mall? introduce our guest, friends and folks. She is oh. a broadcast professional. You can catch her podcast. Alex tries her best. Everyone give it a hell up for Alex, Alex Gervaisi. Gervaisi. I said Gervaisi. You said Gervaisi. No, I said Gervaisi. Oh, what a song, by the way. I'm mm. so amped. 
Yay. Do you know this song? Of course I do. Amy Grant is my number one. Oh, we stand. Oh, we talked about this at the Christmas party. People didn't know that there was like three different Amy Grant Christmas albums. There's like four now, isn't there? There are. There is. Like, they sure are. She knows where her money making lane it's is. It's like Tennessee Christmas, Tennessee Christmas again, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas again. Like, Christmas north of Tennessee, <laughs> not too north. <laughs> Downtown Tennessee Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to do like, quote unquote, an urban record <laughs> called Downtown Tennessee, <laughs> Downtown Nashville. Y'all. Hey. Amy, stay in your lane. Here comes Christmas for us with Alex <laughs> Gervais. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for being I'm here. I'm so friend. happy to be on. Like, what a fun, sweet time with sweet friends. Yes. Talk yeah. to us about your spiritual journey. <laughs> yeah. Your relationship I'm with guessing God. you grew up in church. I did. Okay. I grew up in the church. I actually went to Christian schooling my entire life. I'm hey. saying from kindergarten through my senior year of college. I went from third to senior year of high school school yeah so I got a little slice of what you're talking about it was you know a journey so where is this geographically uh back in New Jersey about like 10 minutes outside of Philly so we New Jersey I've heard of it have you I mean as you can see again spray tan and hoops are happening right now (laughs) (laughs) Kevin's favorite is Bruce I'm not from Jersey but But my dad lived there for nine years (laughs) from 2004 to 2013 yeah so I visited upwards of two three times yeah what your dad lived there for years mm-hmm. and then bruce is from there yeah wow <laughs> are you I trying mean, to do, do you even need to go to therapy anymore AB like it's my unlocked dad is bruce right Br- there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Switch, that's, every time you go to that concert you know it's like kevin i'm proud of you but you've projected your dad's face on there <laughs> wait how did you know about that dream where he said that to me <laughs> well if you uh, grew your up dad's in, proud of you anyway uh he might ahead. be Jersey. i think he's a patron mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah he is no he is i've actually seen the receipts yeah he says do better next month (laughs) (laughs) so i won't cancel my subscription (laughs) he didn't he didn't have an exit well if you grew up there then this is kind of your you know one of the hymns you grew up worshiping to when you were a kid right yep uh-huh. Is this the second week in a row I've played a Bruce song against your will? So. Oh, maybe you have yeah. Bruce yeah. on deck to play. Like, how are you so quick with this? Yeah. I don't no. dislike this. He's always here. And right always in your here. heart. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, so you went to Christian school. Yeah. Was it a small Christian school? Like, yeah. Like, your class was... A hundred or something. A hundred. My class smaller. was like my <laughs> class was like thirty. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So where? What school did you go to? My class. I I feel like that seemed small to me, but yeah. we had a hundred graduating. Okay. For so, just our senior class. Yeah. No. So I. You know, it's funny. Like I actually went to um, a school called Kings Christian, which was like kind of like non denominational, until my freshman year of high school and then I transferred to a school that's literally called Baptist High School <laughs> they changed it to Baptist Regional School which is like not much better kind of cool <laughs> um yeah but it was interesting because like my like for the majority of my upbringing I did grow up in the Baptist Church um but my mom was always like a little bit more I, mean, I guess we could call it like liberal or I, I guess she always quite like taught me or led by example to like question things and even when she didn't have the answers to things like she was always asking questions and so we never really fully aligned with the Baptist church but that's where we went and so the things I believed you know my friends didn't or like the things I questioned they were like totally okay with like Mm. why is there no like female leaders in the church like Mm, why is this a thing you know just like things like that um 
And so, yeah. And then from there, um, it's funny because I felt like I was like always like a little bit of a rebel, like in, you know, high school and my rebel, like still abstain from sex, drinking. At, so like not really? a rebel at all. Rebel. Yeah. She <laughs> so, didn't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so not at all. But, but like you maybe cussed sometimes. Yeah, like I guess. definitely, definitely uh, my senior year started saying the F word. Well, oh, okay. Oh Every means you didn't get expelled. I would have gone to jail for that in Texas. <laughs> Real, adult jail. Yeah, they went, yeah, adult jail. I've seen Oz. This adult jail. J.K. Simmons waiting for me. Oh my God. But then from there, I like graduated uh, high school in tw- uh, 2008 and then went to Asbury University. Um, Asbury? I'm guessing it's yeah. an East Coast Oh, it's, it's close to a little place called <laughs> Asbury Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Greetings. Oh, is it not? <laughs> Damn it. Ah, I got that one Kevin's wrong. lost interest. <laughs> Wilmore, Kentucky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Different state, you say? <laughs> you know who one time played a show in Kentucky? This <laughs> 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 was in and right outside of Lexington, though. But like, I went there, and that's where, even though it was like this Methodist school, which is so funny because I had this conversation the other day where it's a Methodist school traditionally. And so my Baptist grandmother and everybody was like, Ooh, the Methodist, mm-hmm. like, because you know, I didn't realize like there is such a like. A, a rivalry between the Methodists and the Baptists, and it's real. <laughs> oh, I don't think I, I knew that either. Oh my god! I feel like thinking of like football teams or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know Baptists are generally like everyone. You know, us yeah, no, that kind of thing. But it was so but funny because yeah. I was having a, a conversation with my friend um, who um, is half Jewish, but then I think it was like her mom's side was Methodist, and so we were actually, you know, she did not grow up in that world whatsoever. But like we were talking about, she was like, oh, the Baptist, like, you know, just like what her family would say about the Baptist. I was like, it it was I it was so funny to have that conversation where I was like, I forgot that that was like such a real divide. (laughs) So anyways, I went to Asbury and I think that's where I just like continued to like really just like kind of question things and break things down. It was still very conservative. Like it really shocks a lot of people who know me in LA that I was a registered Republican until like maybe five or six years ago. Oh, me too. Yeah. 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 McCain. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've oh, never voted for Obama. I for McCain. <laughs> Romney. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah. Support him to the Did ends of Romney? the earth. Oh yeah. <laughs> I voted for Romney and McCain. <laughs> And I never, because everyone's like, oh, I, you know, I, I was like, nope, I, I threw my first vote at John McCain That's when I was right. 18 I was years old. proud and like delighted. Yes, my delighted. There's got to be some parallel narrative and I'll, yeah, rest, rest in power. <laughs> Gun down in his prime, John McCain. There's got to be some parallel analog to like people who voted Republican until a certain age and people who waited to have sex before marriage and then decide no, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. There was a tipping point. I'm it's voting like, for Hillary. 2015 and, or and so. And it's like, you know yeah. what? Your first time, you know, because you did wait so long. Yeah. Your first time isn't going to be great. It's yeah. going to be, you're you're catching it up. It's it like, was weird going to the Democratic primary booth, you know, and be like, whoa. It's not going to yeah. be exactly Actually, what you to want. the Republican primary booth, like, recently. Oof. 
No, oh, it's it fine, purple. girl. It was embarrassing. I was the only one in Pasadena. <laughs> oh boy, Caroline. she's having a full moment, guys. It was really bad. Guys, she's having a full <laughs> blown moment. But all that to say, I, can, say, yes, I continue. Really yeah. I continue to just like continually break down my faith and everything. But I really didn't. So like, I got into radio. When I was 19, about to turn 20, I worked for iHeartMedia um, hey. for 10 years, iHeartRadio. And I started in Lexington, Kentucky, had all these experiences there that, you know, I wasn't having an Asbury, which was mainly just, you know, it was just drinking. Um, and Asbury had a curfew, like literally even like throughout your senior year. I graduated. So I was, you know, obviously in Kentucky, a very conservative state, but like I was opening up like my little Christian bubble was opening up to people who didn't go to Christian school and had different ideals and, and, you know, slowly getting out there. And then I moved to Virginia beach, still pretty conservative, you know, um, and I was there for 11 months before moving to Austin, Texas. We're getting a little bluer. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And so I was there still very, very Republican, but it was starting to, again, st- my mind was expanding and I was there for literally six months. I got to Austin in May and I got the job for LA in December, moved out January 7th. Wow. And I had never been to Los Angeles before. I had no no desire to move out here I was like so I'm moving back to the east coast I want to be close to my family New York has always been the dream that's where I'm ending up what even is LA (laughs) and I remember they they called me they're like you know this is we are offering you this job like to work for kiss fm and you know, still within the company. And oh, we are going to talk about Kiss today. Yeah. Kisses. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet kisses. Um, and so I came out here for the for the job interview, which was really like, do you like the city? And I <laughs> went said, back. no. <laughs> like, You're, You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we back. need that spot. We <laughs> <laughs> need it. Went back to my hotel room in Burbank and I sobbed. I was like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. It was so overwhelming. What year is this? This was 20, uh, it was December 2013, about to be January 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. So about six years ago. And yeah. And so I moved to LA. And again, I think like there are people in my life that like provided me this safe space to ask genuinely just ignorant questions and I think like I always kind of say like people are gonna have questions when you just genuinely don't know and if you come at it from a place of genuinely like wanting to learn and see someone else's perspective people can pick up on that and it's different than coming out of a place of defense or wanting to argue with them or prove them wrong or whatever it is and so you know my uh uncle he's not really my uncle but he's a very very close family friend him and his husband live in Echo Park and his parents were best friends with my grandparents. He's best friends with my mom and he grew up in the evangelical church, like went to Cedarville and has this uh, amazing organization called um, Safety Net. And so basically what Safety Net does, what my uncle David does is goes to Christian colleges and seeks out the LGBTQ community where they're kind of living in the closet. Oh my gosh. And will like mentor them. And Whoa. basically, yeah. This like, rocks. That oh should be a charity gosh. next month. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really cool. Wow. And so because he went to Cedarville and like, you know, with his oh story. Gosh. Yeah. Um, I ask, like, how do you even begin to do that? Yeah. I can't identify really. It's really, yeah. really crazy. And wow. so, um, But he was like really one of those people where I could 
because he grew up the way I did, very sheltered and, you know, obviously doesn't think that way now, like where, you know, I would say something, he'd be like, oh, we actually don't like use that terminology anymore or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Like I didn't know that. Or I would ask him a question like, what do you think of this? And, and so it was just now, um, all that to say now I'm so far left on this, on the political spectrum. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, so far left, (laughs) which translates into the religious spectrum big time too, and whatever you believe about God and what you're doing here. And so I know we just got on the political tangent, but I think when it came to spirit, my spiritual life, especially in that time of moving all over the country, hearing different stories as my views got so far left, um, I really started breaking down my faith and um, a huge, huge part of that, the first person that actually made me not feel alone, um, not to make a take a very sad turn, was Rachel Held Evans. Oh, yeah. And I read her book, uh, Monkey Town, which I think they renamed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about her in like Tennessee growing up, all that stuff. And and then I read um, A Year of Biblical Womanhood. And so just reading those books, that was the first time it was presented to me that like you can have all these questions, not believe all these things. And if you doubt this one thing, it doesn't mean your entire faith falls apart. Because when you grow up in the evangelical church, that's what's really said to you like your whole life. Like, well, if you don't think this was real, who's to say that the entire Bible, like we throw it out the window. And I didn't know that you could hold all those things. And that was okay. And so I actually went to go see Rachel Held Evans speak at this church in Glendale called, I think, Central Avenue. And, um, you know, they were affirming church and I was starting to get familiar with with that and that being kind of important to me because my views started being like, well, why would I want to go to a church when they wouldn't accept my uncle or people that I love or they wouldn't let them be in positions of of um, leadership or whatever mm-hmm. that might be because a lot of churches will say they're accepting, but, you know, ask who's on their staff. So, you know, I went there for a little bit. I just knew no one there. And then when I went to New Abbey, I actually share this story a lot and he's fine with it. But I was at a um, house party and um, I was on on the porch, drunkenly ranting about theology as you do when you grow up in the church. And there is this guy who- Predestination doesn't make sense. None of us have ever done that. Here she goes again. Oh man, someone take the wine glass out of her hand. But literally this guy was like, yeah, no, I totally agree. And we were just like on the same page. I was like, what do you do? He's like, I'm a pastor down the road. And I was like, what? Like, and it was Corey. And he's like, yeah, yeah like a bunch of down the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's a great impression of him. Yeah. He's a uh, Rob Bell Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the gospel means. <laughs> What's the deal? Oh my God. That is scary accurate. And I will never, ever get that off my head. Oh God. I hope he's listening. Oh, oh we Seinfeld. love you, Corey. We do. And so, yeah, so I started going there. And then again, that was more of a safe place for me to start to, to continue to, having had broken down my faith to actually like rebuild it and it looks very different and also being okay with that and also being okay with, I don't really know how I feel about this. Like ever, you know what I mean? And, and so that's just kind of where I am today. And, um, it's very, I just, I think like giving yourself like a little bit of grace too and just not, I don't know. Yeah. Just half the time. just don't take it as seriously as as, you, you know what I mean? Don't seem I did. like an intense person about <laughs> it in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like whatever. I mean, you can't overemphasize how big it is to go from evangelical black and white zero mm-hmm. sum game all mm-hmm. or nothing to mm-hmm. like 
being at a church where there are people that are like believe in Jesus and also have all these varying beliefs in between, you know, yeah. and, like, but also accept on the really big issues like gay marriage or queerness or women in leadership, all that kind of stuff too. And it, it like, I feel like we've talked about it before, but it still is very profound to like be in that space and yeah. be like, it's possible. I can have both at the same time. It's so nice. And it's like, so, I don't have so to abandon cool. this whole like section of myself. No. Just because I believe in someone's right to exist. You yeah. Know? And so it just, I, I mean, I think it's just been, it, it's constantly also, it's like, like we just were talking, like I just turned 30. And so in the 30 years of me being on this earth, which I know that's still young, but it's like the perspective that's gained. Like, you know, I always want to be in a position where I'm constantly looking back and going like, oh, I've grown, right? Or like, I don't think that way anymore, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like I constantly be moving forward. So even just knowing that and, and that being my perspective of just constantly learning and listening and, you know, trying to evolve, I think it just, I think you can't help but not be relaxed when it comes to your views or, you know, there are things where I'm like, oh, this is like, black and white and I'm always going to strive to do right by people I always like my my motto has been in in my late um 20s and I guess now 30s um the moment you feel defensive that's usually your cue to stop speaking and listen so I really try to do that when you were making these decisions by the way with like the career stuff and and the college Mm -hmm. stuff so I think about a lot of what I wrestled with especially when I first got to LA a few years ago, is the idea of like, well, I don't know what God's will is. And I don't know what God's will is for my life. And what does God want me to do? And you have this vision of New York and that was the destination. And that was the goal. And especially coming from a conservative place and a conservative college, did you, what was the relationship between like what God wants for me versus what I want? Like what was the tension with that? Oh, wow. Really choices? bringing you back. I'm gonna have to go back to a different mentality. <laughs> uh, that's hard. Um, You know, I don't know if I really like wrestled with that, so to speak. I think now what I can speak on is I'm always like in general, keep your plans loose because anytime like, you know, the saying the quickest way to make God laugh is to have a plan and tickle him and Oh, stop it. And do an impression <laughs> of Seinfeld. Bless the deal with eternity. <laughs> That's a female and male God. <laughs> Wait, what? Covering those uh, uh, bases. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's both. I can't. No, I think like for me now, I think my approach is um, I am not. I think that God's will is just, you know, if you believe in that, then that's just going to be done regardless. And I think that you can. I do have people that are like in our friends who are like in tune with that and really prayerful and like all this, this and this. And I just think ultimately like for my personal belief today is like he'll use whatever to he, she will use, you know, for his glory, her glory. But, um, yeah. And so I just think like, especially when it was like, Oh, it's LA. It was really like what opportunities coming at me. And there was even an opportunity two years ago where I was fully planning on moving back to Philly, accepting a job there. Um, and I was like done because I was depressed in LA. I had this awful time slot where I was just, I was working six days a week, but like I know that's like normal, but like for me, it was like I was coming into work during the day 
Then I was going on air from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And I was like sleeping four hours a night. The longest I was away from the radio station was like 36 hours. Like that was my weekend break. And I just, yeah, I never, I was constantly looking at my phone to be like, okay, well maybe I'll have this much time to hang out with my friends. And then like I have to drive to work. Like it was just, my brain never was able to rest. Mm -hmm. And so I got really, really depressed. And, you know, I was about to take a job back in Philly and at the last minute kiss countered um, and <laughs> kiss sound effect. It's my kiss counter. Yes. <laughs> I'm up to 10. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to count. Um, and but that was like such a thing where like literally everybody was like, you have to to take this like you have to stay was in LA it's so clear no they were just like we'll give you music coordinator and then give you middays which was 10 a.m to 3 p.m and right. then that was like more responsibility which is what I really wanted I wanted to start like working with labels more and I didn't want to just be an on-air host anymore um and so I'm also very future minded like you know I don't know if strength finders another personality test but I like, like I love strength finders. yeah so <laughs> I'm a one. maximizer and futuristic and maximizer so I'm, really yeah Oh, so much to bond over. That's what I, like. I think that's like my second one. So yeah, so I'm always trying to, you know, think ahead or whatever. But and I think for that, it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to be in LA temporary, temporarily and then I'll go to New York. And six years later, I'm like, oh my God, this is my home. <laughs> so I just keep your plans loose. And I think it's just, uh, for me, I'm just, try, I try to be open to whatever, but at least know the trajectory of where I want my life to go, you know? Yeah. So, and I just don't think, I think that there's so... I don't know. I think that so many people are just constantly like waiting for a sign or this, this and this. And I just don't think that's always, I say sometimes for me, it's like, I'm going to keep going until I'm, you know, something happens. And I'm told to <laughs> it kind of blows not. up in your yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm that way now, but yeah, I definitely, I was such a bet hedger and so cautious. Like yeah. I feel like the first maybe half a decade I was out here and in my adult life and in my 20s I was just like well I'll just play it safe and never do anything for you know and like not take those big swings Mm -hmm. yeah no I mean well case in point like I I know me and Kevin had talked about this but like you know two months ago I was buying a home in LA like my and I was like that was such a huge deal for me I'm like buying a home in LA and you know like I have two more years on my contract and it's not the perfect situation and I'm not super happy, but like, I'm still very thankful and like, I'm, you know, we'll work towards this goal. And then like two months ago, I lost my job. And so it was like still that mentality, even in that where I was buying this home and I had felt this peace and I, in the back of my head, I kept thinking, but like, what would happen if you like lost your job? Like I just kept like getting so nervous about it. But at the same time, I did feel this peace like, oh, like. I'll if I'm told stop like I'm just gonna keep going like I feel good about this and then it was like I wasn't just like told no like my whole life just flipped on its head yeah and so I think even like just in that it was like once again I had this plan for what 30 was gonna look like like what my 30th birthday was like my first mortgage payment and all these things and like not to be super preachy but I was just like all right well like the plans have changed again but like you know I've made it this far And I don't know. I've just also just, again, not to be like super corny, but like I've really just been living in this in this place of gratitude in like 2019. And I think especially when you're kind of stripped of a lot of things, you know, you're when you you can still live in that space. And so I'm like, you know, I'm sure someone's like, well, that was the Lord's will. I'm like, yeah, I guess like it was so out of my control. So you got to chalk it up to that. But (laughs) 
I know. I like when it's things that are out of your control. That's God, you know. That's but if you the made it Lord's happen, plan. that was maybe your sin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. <laughs> it was your flesh. As we'll find yeah, out on I this album. That. Yes. That's like uh, Alice Wetterland's uh, joke in her stand-up, where she, where she says, "Oh, growing up, people said, well, the Lord works in mysterious ways." And she said, "Well, that sucks." If I worked in mysterious ways in my job, I'd be fired. Because <laughs> it is like, ooh, like his plan Could is be just anything. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know and it's not quite this. But it's like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go because what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like I'm just about rolling with the punches. I don't really, I really just don't, I'm not all about like what's the will of God. I just like think like I'm just moving through life and I try to move through life by respecting other people and knowing myself and working on myself. And I just have to believe that like things will fall into place. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Fair. <laughs> In yeah. college. Control what you can control. Um, I was, I was at a uh, Christian sorority fraternity meeting. Cool. Um, How, what was your sorority again? I always forget. Alpha Phi. Alpha Phi. All for free. That's what they call this. All for free. Where did you go? UCLA. Oh, cool. Yeah. And um, they, uh, we were having some meeting and I was like in a side room and a guy, the guy that was the speaker came over and like cast a vision on me, Um, which I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I still feel really conflicted about it because it still means a lot to me, but also I don't know if I like believe in that necessarily. But something he did say that is that you're like, this is all reminding me about is he was saying like, you're, you're like on a lake right now. And you're walking on it. And every time you take a step, a rock is just like forming underneath your feet. So just keep taking a step and just keep going. Which I think is a really like, that's kind of what you're describing too. Just like, I'll keep going. I'm going to assume that like God's going to be right there. That's how I feel. It feels like a planet in Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me started on Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah, I I love it. Kylo's there and he wants to kiss you. I got jumped in for Kylo. Okay, I believe in visions. I love them. Prophesy, please. (laughs) Well, something doesn't have to be true for it to mean a lot. So that can still be a nice prophecy that was nonsense or maybe he was just or trying his best a to direct speak word to you from up. god i have no idea yeah, <laughs> yeah. could be Wait, either speaking of did you go to a christian college no oh UT man Austin, so baby. you guys did not have revival chapels where they really would like try to plan some big thing hey hello there, what, a revival you're all christian you're already there yeah but <laughs> that's not enough. again so, Encore. harder that's, harder. that's not enough um no they had like i remember apparently like they always would talk about it like in the 70s there was some like month-long revival that happened and like people came from all over the world because something was massive was happening at asbury university and like the lord was there and so they really just wanted to like recreate recreate it and it wasn't you know but (laughs) Yeah. Didn't catch on. Yeah. So like there's a, like a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think really. so. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what this is. <laughs> there was always, oh my God. Like I remember when I was uh, 18, I was just at uh, a freshman at Asbury. They had the revival chapel and it was this, this uh, pastor came in and, you know, I was in a relationship, a long, long distance relationship with my high school boyfriend, you know, like where you're trying to really make it work for that first semester. It's important. It's important. <laughs> but then he started like saying very broad things that were just like that. I was like so convinced was speaking just solely to me. And I definitely broke up with him. 
that turned into wow. a, it turned into like a 10 year unhealthy saga after that but still like oh my god i, I can't imagine like, what percentage of our listeners have a similar story to oh, like oh, i heard so a word many. in like a sermon and it's like maybe god wants oh, you to lay down yeah. that relation every single time i went to some chapel or something and they were like think about the one thing in your life you're clinging to yeah. It was like always a boyfriend or always. a crush. Like that's always on the table, you know, oh, for negotiation. Oh, no it was way. never anything else. That said, like, that's how I end yeah. relationships like, to this I day. I like <laughs> it. It's good. I must have it taken from yeah. me. Absolutely. Oh my God. We're having actual breakthrough right now. Mm. And uh, then the other token was just like a ring before spring. Like that oh, was the yeah, other yeah, yeah. thing about Christian college culture, mm. which Big is time. just a mess. That was the <laughs> motto at UT, but they didn't say what kind of ring it had to be. Wow. You saying a cock ring, Kevin? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and did you graduate no. on time? <laughs> no. Oh, no sorry. ring for me. There's always post grad. <laughs> you can get your master's. I got to go back and get my GD. <laughs> oh, great. You get that in grad school? Oh, brother. Oh, man. Well, Alex, thanks so much for sharing your story. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. A good one. I journey. hope it wasn't Perfect. too serious. No. Honestly, no. not even not that serious on Great. the scale serious of enough. GCFO. Man, the stuff I've had to cut out of other episodes. <laughs> Oof, too oh, dark. Gracious. Yeah, it's great. yeah we kidding. should we should make the outtakes episode. <laughs> like, here's what would get us. We'll do that, a that goes like in. a year after the podcast is over so no one can be mean to us. Just put out, like You're a, still going to have a very thriving career like whenever that hour is. Long. Yeah. <laughs> now we may be out on God's will, but I think there's one will we can all get behind. Shut. <laughs> Is this Bruce? Oh no! You know I love him. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I know it's not. <laughs> this is Philly's own. Philly. Thank you. And you didn't even do this with Man. me in mind. Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back with more <laughs> Christian fun. Let's go. Vince, you know, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hits. I'm just sick. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ew. I said ew to your cough. (laughs) What's that? Go to the JR. The the Jack room? Yeah. Okay. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Welcome you have to back keep to- your part in too then. I might. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Let's go to the jack room together and dive in. Come on, let's go. I'm going. <laughs> Ew. I'm going deep. Well, you know, there's kind of a, yeah, uh, uh, there, there's a, there's a uh, metaphoric connotation there. Oh, yeah. 
Well, and in our uh, break conversation, something lit up in Alex oh, that she'd like to talk about. And yeah. it was that I think we should touch on. Yeah, I have not thought of in years, but we were somehow talking about Liberty University. And I said, although my mom was like, over my dead body, will you ever go to a school that Jerry Falwell, like, you know, is the president Once. of? Yeah. Um, thank you, Nancy Gervaisi. Um, I like when I was like a freshman, like 15 or 16 with my friend's youth group went down to Liberty University to experience Scaremare. And if you don't know what Scaremare is, it's like one of those hell houses, like a haunted house around Halloween where like every room is like, this is where people drink. (laughs) And here is it's like and like the drug room. And here's what happens like with a sex room. And Mm -hmm. it's supposed to lead (laughs) it's supposed to lead people to Christ. And that was or when- crust. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> took me a second to be like, "What crust? Pizza? Oh no, <laughs> not pizza." I can't. But that's how um, some yeah, Kevin end said. With, like they all the Would all the you? players that did the drinking or whatever yeah. end up literally in a hell. <laughs> yeah, that everybody then, actually yeah. is in hell at the end of it. And it's and like this is where the, you want to go to serve Christ. Yeah, yeah, but that's where Kevin <laughs> said, "Was there a jerk off room?" <laughs> Honest question. But I'm sure someone in the history cool. of Hell Houses. But I don't think they wanted to teach someone who didn't already know how to jerk off. You know, mm. that, unless it's they like, maybe like had their back to them and you just see their arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, so you use the right arm. Okay, I'm getting a fuller picture here, <laughs> but not at fuller. <laughs> not, not a fuller picture. But don't you like ever like that was like definitely a conversation where I had just totally blocked that out of my memory. Where like I feel like in every evangelical circle like that was something that they really had to oh, there's a circle <laughs> only for boys though it was never talked about yeah. with girls but yeah. so like I said earlier I went to this school called Baptist High School and like all the teachers were quote unquote like mentors to different like uh, small groups okay. essentially mm-hmm. and so I mean how fucking inappropriate but like there were so many of the male teachers that would talk about their struggles with masturbation to like high school boys and then one of our French teachers who like was this older woman was talking about like you know sex within marriage and she this you know she sounded like a freak because she was saying that one time she Wrapped herself in saran wrap first off, which doesn't <laughs> and let her husband slowly unwrap her, which also if he- <laughs> that's wait, that's cool. That's like here comes here comes Christmas for you, me. You can wrap this. <laughs> you can wrap this. <laughs> wow. But also, if you ever ever An use invented. saran wrap. You know that is sweaty. not so sweaty. sweaty. But also, there's no way to unravel anyone easily. Like you got to cut yourself out of it. Yeah, I guess he find or maybe she like say she like had the end, you know, yeah. so he could start there and then walk <laughs> around her a hundred times to take yeah, it off. That sounds that's a terrible. Builds up tension. <laughs> I would hate that to but, see all your bits smushed yeah. under a saran wrap. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Skinny though, you know. Yeah. So I love where her head's at. Skinny goals. <laughs> okay, goals. <laughs> but imagine telling a group of high schoolers that I can't. 
I we, can't imagine like the context. Like she just wanted to brag. Like I can't yeah, see how that would like, be relevant to anything. Oh, you'd ever imagine you're a high schooler listening to that. Is like, like what's your face? Are you like mm-hmm? like are you holding back a laugh? Are you like confused? Are you? <laughs> I'd be like all of it. Leaned so far forward, but trying to act like I'm not that interested. But being like, and then did he? like that (laughs) (laughs) it's also disturbing so so oh man the teachers were doing accountability groups with the kids yeah yeah we heard heard from a a friend of ours that there you know because there still exists to this day mechanisms for accountability and whatnot especially between men oh yeah there's apps there are apps where if you know if Software. you look at something filthy, then not only <laughs> like you you opt into it with a partner or a buddy, and and not only does it like alert the buddy like oh your your accountability partner stumbled or like you know oh, looked at some porn. It, it wasn't only that; it was like it sent, it sent the other person the websites no yeah. and the urls <laughs> no oh, i no. this part so. yeah. so, like here's the links he went to this one's real nasty <laughs> you would hate to look at it wouldn't you I like he did yeah so you can see the title it was just like a really it was just like a personalized newsletter yeah kind of like a stylist yeah just for you 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 say stumbled though and i've told this story so many times so i apologize to anyone who has heard this before but i literally which is we haven't even gotten in we can't even go down this road but like how christianity and evangelical has evangelicalism has damaged me so much when it comes to body image oh purity stuff yeah, yeah just or like showing not, body yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just like especially like just all of it and so i'll never forget being in college and i was wearing yoga pants and i don't have like my ass is not the asset that like i'm proud of right and so <laughs> i <laughs> Kevin's like okay You should be Thank you Well I'm like It's not my best feature But um, I was wearing yoga pants And an oversized hoodie And this like Oh no no I was wearing a cami And a zip up hoodie And this man I had never spoken to In my life Kevin already knows Where this this. is going I hate it so much Yep Ever Yep Walked up to me In the middle of the cafeteria And said I just need to pull you aside Like you are dressed Inappropriately and you are causing my mind to stumble. <gasps> and I need to tell you that. And what he wasn't ready for were the words that flew out of my oh, mouth. I admire you so oh, much wow. right now. What and, did you say? Oh, I was like, fuck you. You fucking pig. You're gross. Like, you're disgusting. Ooh. If you ever fucking talk to me again. <laughs> Kevin, sorry. I'm sorry. Just, Kevin, cover your ears right now. You're stumbling. So I think a little bit. I'm stumbling. As soon as you call too. someone a pig, Kevin's lighting up. <laughs> 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 oh my god i'm walk. so proud of yeah, you yeah i was just like if you ever talk to me again i will lay your ass out wow. oh my god and wow. then literally ra's were coming up to me like you can't curse in the cafeteria what's going on and i was like this motherfucker and then I, he never came up to me again but it's like that what was is- his face he was so shocked because Good. I think he thought like he thought you were gonna be like I'm so sorry. It was Michael yeah. Tate. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh my God. <laughs> Not I think actually anybody, but um, but yeah. But oh, that's, that's awful. Like, isn't that yeah. so crazy when it, we think about that? We're like, wait, that was like such a real. That was like yeah. an accepted behavior to yeah. do. Yeah. Ex- also, not college day women in like high school girls. Yes, you know, high school girls as well. It was disgusting. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were like, that, that was my fault. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. 
Um, so so if you are someone who has also been damaged by the church and you're a woman, I have a great episode on Alex Treiser Best for, called Body Empowerment. You should listen to oh, it. Oh, I'm going to give it a listen. Sounds great. So men out there, just <laughs> a little quick tip for you guys. If you go up to a girl and take her aside, tell her that they're not making you stumble enough. <laughs> Be positive. Celebrate oh, every I asset. don't know if that's the right lesson no, you let's, learned. Let's swing it the other way. <laughs> I love the let's effort, just... but no. <laughs> and um, maybe I'm just hoping that someone out there the gets, right gets called a disgusting little pig. <laughs> <laughs> a nasty little slime puppy. <laughs> oh, man. That's oh, so nasty. We were, uh-huh. Yeah, it is nasty. I like admire that so much. I feel like there's probably so many women who like wish they had the growth and maturity to tell off someone like that, you know, oh. and when it happened and you did it. I'm so oh, proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we were talking before in addition, like Christian pop culture stuff, stuff like Awana and how oh, creepy that was. My God, we literally were like me and my friend were texting a few months ago and out of nowhere. He said, Hey, do you ever just think about the Awana salute? It was called hail Awana. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, I <laughs> like don't. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my God. And we also- don't even like hail the flag or yeah. hail anything. Like it's not even a patriotic thing. Hail Awana. Yeah. Hail oh Awana on the March for Truth. Hail Awana. What was it? Something, something oh, youth. Know. Should Wait. we pull That was the- for sure taken from the KKK. Like, yeah, or like declaration. Or, of, yeah, know. that had to have been their now, blueprint. I've been Googling a lot of things since I've sat in here and hail Awana song is now the next thing. Here we go. Should we play it? Wait, I got it right here. I want a theme song. Yeah. Play it. Is there a ballet? Let's see if this. No, it's an ad. Oh, that's an ad. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Is this it? Yes. This might be the karaoke. Oh my God. Track. We had to sing it with our hand over our heart before everything started. Led by the Lord's commands. Approved workmen are not ashamed. Boys and girls for his service claim. Hail okay, now that sounds Wanda actually kind of like a communist manifesto. Fellow workmen. <laughs> Building lives on the word of God. Wanna stands. Wow. It's almost done. Is it? Is. Yep. Um, wait, who's that? altering. <laughs> His praise we see is catchy. <laughs> and is it almost over? Yeah. For us, two more lines. Love is glorious. We'll fight victorious for Christ. A little our youth King. army. Oh, no. Youth. Oh, my God. They actually march. say youth yeah. on the march? Okay, that, okay the youth on a, the march part is, is uh, embedded in my. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Caroline, I don't think you've made his acquaintance, but. Uh, this is Sparky. Sparky. Oh my God. Sparky, Sparky is the Awana mascot. Uh, this looks like, <laughs> that genuinely looks like, you know how like pothead artists make like little characters, you know? Yeah. Oh, it looks that, like the Christian Peppy like, the Frog. Hey, hi. Yeah. Like, like, guys, hi, this were bug. the vest. Like, and you literally Skipper, chose like, hiker, scouts, climber, yeah. bro. Oh my God. And cubbies. We have our cubby. Oof. That was before Sparky. Did you have to pledge allegiance to the Bible and the Christian flag at, at your oh, school? Oh, yes. The okay. Christian flag, not the Bible though. Oh, you had to pledge to the Bible and the Christian flag. Uh, Maybe a lamp into my feet and a light, light into, into my, my path. path. Oh, wow. You're really light taking me down path. some dark, tough, dark paths. Tough. <laughs> and then tough you wonder, to remember. you're just like you wonder why you grew up like you know as conservative of a republican as you did <laughs> yeah like i wonder why well, it just made sense. Yeah. god was on our side 
George W. Bush did nothing wrong. To America. <laughs> oh my God, guys, this is a real thing. I actually, in the fifth grade, no, eighth grade, I fasted. <laughs> George for W. What? Bush. <laughs> for what? For him to win? Press Bush. <laughs> Press Bush. <laughs> You fasted it for works. him. At you sweet eighth grader. At oh fourteen, you went hungry for George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> you denied yourself corn dog after corn oh dog for that man to get into office once I again. I think you're projecting corn dogs on yeah, Alex here. I am projecting. Yeah. That's all I ate. <laughs> I'm they call me the corn dog queen of Temecula. They did. They did. Except for a brief period in 2004. <laughs> The youth on the march. We the things we, we did for Pres Bush. <laughs> Pres Bush got so much fucking support from us. He doesn't even care. Yeah, where's Gosh. my portrait? I watched Pres his Bush. debate. I took notes for myself. That <laughs> <laughs> was not a class assignment. I'm oh at a football game with you, Press Bush. That's a way to say thank you. Actually, that's not the truth, Ellen. Oh my god. Uh, well, let's talk about other uh before we get to Sarah Groves, other Christian pop culture stuff. So you're yes. listening to Amy Graham was one yes. of them. Yes. Cecil Rico was yes. a big one. Yeah. Of course. You know what I thought of today? And so I will say I was not, because I always thought it was like pretty corny, other mm-hmm. than Amy Grant, because she can do no wrong. Um, was I just never cared for like any really like not like a whole lot of Christian music but what I did remember do you remember the wow CDs of course yeah (laughs) and that was one where I was just like oh I remember wow also I was uh, not pop culture but I played drums in the worship band you played drums yeah you were a cool girl yeah no I really wasn't if you saw pictures of me you would like that was me trying so hard to be (laughs) cool that's awesome though Um, what are other some uh, uh, you're really taking me down memory memory lane I will say I heard Stacey Arrico more to life at Trader Joe's last Mm. week and I was like, I heard it at Whole Foods the other day. Is it? Are <laughs> you serious? Grocery store sucks. I don't know. Because it's a freaking because it buffs so right. hard and made me buy a lot more. I know. In <laughs> cabbage. They've done psychological tests. I remember watching Stacey Arico on TRL, and I was like, Do they even know that this song is about God? Jesus, it's not about talk about youth on March. Yeah. yeah, I met her in eighth grade. At my, wow. my aunt worked at the radio stations back in Philly, which is why I uh, wanted to go into radio. But oh, I met okay. her at a meet and greet for Q102 in Philadelphia. And she signed a poster that I still have to this day. Ah, uh, lucky. My mom has it. Like, I, you know, your parents just keep everything. There's a bulletin board in our basement, like, um, or what, a cork board, yeah. where just all this stuff is there, including yeah. my signed Stacey Arrico poster. That's so cool. Save it. Oh, yeah, I got some valuable. signed stuff in the mail from my mom the other day. I should probably share. Oh, what was there, it? One of them was a Larry the Cucumber t-shirt. Oh, Veggie Tales. <laughs> what size? <laughs> oh, that is it's a little boy small. shirt. Damn it. <laughs> Guys, that is... The... No, it's like a large or something. Okay, like, I Veggie Tales is like the Christian pop culture piece. Like, that is... Yeah. And then, what was it? Remember 321 Penguins? 321 yes. Penguins, I never watched. Uh, I watched was it a little bit. Yeah, it, it didn't was really like, take off. No, it was like VeggieTales light, you know? Yeah. It wasn't quite right. <laughs> yeah, no, but I still still enjoyed it. There's like Frasier to VeggieTales mm. Cheers. Just kidding. I love both of those shows. <laughs> oh, he couldn't hold it Just down. kidding. Oh, but Sarah Gross, what does Sarah Gross mean to you? So, I guess to look, get a little bit more serious, Um, I just like had, there was, you know, in my childhood growing up there was like a really a lot of like sometimes like dark moments and so like there um you know 
I remember when our family was really, really, really going through it. And there was just, it was a mess and it was really, really heavy. This woman that my mom knew, whether you believe in it or not, was more prophetic. And, um, but she was like very comforting, I think in that time. But I remember like when there was so much sadness and uncertainty and doubt and it was like super dark. Um, she like gave my mom Sarah Groves conversations and it was just like all we listened to. And it really was, it really just gave me as like, you know, this 10 year old, 11 year old, so much comfort. And I think I also like was forced to probably just like grow up a little bit quicker too. But um, it was funny, like on my way over here, I was listening to it really for the first time in years. And it was amazing how I could remember every single lyric. And it just like kind of even like made the, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the song, the last song on her album, Great is, uh, from Conversations, uh, was Great as Thy Faithfulness. Uh, it's a, like a remix version kind of called yeah. He's He's Always Been, been faithful. faithful. And oh, this still like evokes such emotion in me because mm-hmm. it's. It's so beautiful. And like when, you know, my dad was an alcoholic and those things were really dark and really scary, especially when you're 10 years old. And I would just listen to the song and just feel this peace just like wash over me. And really, you know, it was it was a really special album for our family. But like, you know, she just has this. I also was listening to the car and there were songs where like there's this song generations where it's like basically like you're going to pass down well, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah so sarah girl yeah. just a little background this is her second album she's been in the game for quite a while in the <laughs> she's still world. in the game still, still in the game is she really she has still- a patreon you can sign up for Get out like, of here. Support her music. She but have. it was Sweet. funny where i was listening to her music and i was like yes it's very christian but i was like it almost is like christian new agey a little bit too yeah, where it's different i feel like sarah grows would go to New Abbey. I don't know. No, I, I think so she's wrong. definitely liberal because I I was looking at her Twitter too, and she's like very anti-Trump and all that. Stuff. I can't find. But I was like, she <laughs> won't see any Press Bush tweets. <laughs> you on her have, well, you have to go real far back to see some Press Bush support. <laughs> but who doesn't have Press Bush on the timeline? <laughs> oh, I, I would have. Right? <laughs> I was long done. Yeah. But like, Thank it's God. such a beautiful album, and it's like I think like, but I also really loved about her was. I've always, I think, been, even from the time I was younger, even growing up in church, I never really even liked churches that were more like surface level preaching. Like, I always wanted to know, why do we believe this? Like, I didn't want to just have like a feel good message or just, you know, whatever that is. I really like to kind of get into like the nitty gritty of things. And I always appreciate about her music. I think as an adult, what I can identify is she'd talk about really real things. Like she'd talk about fights with her husband. She would talk about, you know, generational trauma, like all, you know, or just have, it was more vulnerable. It felt as opposed to a catchy surface level. I love you, Jesus song, you know? And so I loved that 2001 album Conversations. Hey. And again, it's very, very special to me. So oh, I love that special to you. And that really actually has bad. like a functional importance in your life yeah. that you can link it to it being a salve and like actual legitimate. I feel like, you know, that's best case scenario was any music, Christian or not, that it does like is a, a an escape or a refuge from things happening totally. in our Totally. That's our always lives. good. Never take that from someone. And she has someone like as a singer songwriter, you get the sense and even in like, you know, whatever critical hive mind exists in CCM, mm-hmm. that she's just like 
incredibly respected yeah. by other people. Like kind of one of the, like not even in the Amy Grant sense of like, she's a mega pop star, like, you know, yeah. but just in the sense of like the craft of her songwriting and like, or not some of the content now within it but like people were like into what she was doing and yeah. and, and i think she was part and parcel with like another <laughs> member of patreon Derek webb like they seem to be kind of interlinked in in some ways and some of the stuff that they were doing Who's Derek webb Derek webb was the Cayman's call singer songwriter oh my guy. god okay. and he was the one that i am a whore i do confess i put you on like a wedding dress and no. i run down the, i'm just gonna sing the rest of the song yeah okay please. run down the aisle i'm a prodigal okay but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh much of one piece with that so this album my connection to it was the word and uh how is it between us those were radio hits for oh, her so i heard those no less than 400 times from the years 2001 I, to 2003 mm-hmm. i never listened to christian radio i hated it for someone who was in wow. radio i hated k-love did you ever have to dj like a also, christian we radio or thought that way no. taste whereas i was listening to 89.3 fm kspj Just sitting underneath the same around. towers gia tolentino as she referred to by name in her book <laughs> And that makes me feel okay about that. Yeah. Uh, so each song on this one is like, by the way, every song is at least four minutes long. Oh, yeah. There's no shorties Mm-mm. to be found Mm-mm. in the bunch. It's an hour album. Uh, um, yeah. They, I was like taken aback by this album. I was in a good way. Like I was just shocked by it. Did you listen to it for the first time now? Yes. Or like, yeah, oh, first time. really? So yeah, because I, I haven't, obviously, I just was like, oh, I listened to it again when I when I was 10. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to listen to it all the way through as an a just now with this perspective. So what is your takeaway when you were listening to it? Um, I was like, I was amazed by how, like you said, like how specific it was and like explicit. Yeah. Like, Instead of a song that was like, God is good, God, 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 whatever. She was like, I have a friend. She's 88. She's afraid of death. Like that is a lyric in her song. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, but, but it was like beautifully written and like the, I was just amazed by the lyrics and then her voice is so melodic and slides up and down so easily. And like, yeah, I, I think I was like, I can tell there's some beliefs that are a little bit of a time capsule, probably even for her. Probably. But they were probably also kind of, uh, you know, like a little radical revolutionary. Yeah, a little yeah, radical for, for the time and for the, you know, the realm that she's in and everything. And so I was really impressed. I, I was told, I texted Ooh. Kevin, like, this album is a real treat. Like, there's oh, some stuff that really that. moved me. It made me cry. Oh, and wait. Like, yeah. Hang on. That's not how I interpreted the text at Oh, all. really? You thought I meant, like, this is a, the, an a annoying real treat? treat? Oh. <laughs> That's you always assume you... I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a Christian yeah. album. I don't assume you're going to be like, this actually rock. <laughs> I feel like that's fully fair for that's me fair, to assume. That's fair. It that. is fair. I think but it's I didn't very mean fair. It was a treat. It's I not like, like really you said, it. "Hey, listen, your new podcast. What a treat!" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's good. So I was like, I'd never heard of her. I didn't know who she was. I looked her up a lot, and especially after I started hearing the first two songs, I was like, "Who is this? This is right? amazing." Who yeah. is she? Yeah. Who is that she? song you were talking about? What do I know? About the woman. Oh, on the I verge haven't heard this one in years. Oh boy, I was like on my oh, lunch I'm break, walking around. Really? You know, like my town, and I just started crying. Oh, well, guys. anytime someone's like, my husband died, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is so sad. Oh. I have a friend who just turned eighty-eight, and she just shared with me. 
Sorry. <laughs> this is so pretty, right? If I have chills. I have experience and try to bring her comfort. I try to bring her comfort. But what do Yeah, so yeah, this is one of those songs where the... Oh my gosh. And I loved this song too and how... I mean, I wish it kind of didn't have the bow on the end. Of oh yeah, the, like, the bow on the end is like... God. <laughs> but yeah. it, when you're absent from your body, you're present with the Lord, I think is the lyric. I, yeah, the I was like, that's like probably the best way you can put it. And like, that is what you believe yeah. and also be honest. But I love how she went on... She took a long time to describe like death takes you away from your life and yep. from people you're trying to love. And it was very honest about that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't sugarcoating... You know, like, but it's all good. You know, like, God's here for us or whatever. Yeah. She was like, no, this sucks and it's not fair. Sucks hard. And the next follow-up album that she did after this one, there's also, like, again, this, like, very raw song about her and her husband laying next to each other. And they are just, like, not on good Wait, terms. what's the song called in that next album? I, I want to listen Let me, like, that. listen. Let me pull it up. Less Like Scars, Every Minute, Fly, You I've Did That For Me. That. Just One More Thing. <laughs> Yeah. Just one more thing. Her Matlock <laughs> tribute. It's off the Columbo. album, um, The Other Side of Something. And I think it is, oh my gosh, which one? Also, Roll to the Middle. Roll to the Middle, uh, where they're mm. like rolling to the middle of the bed. the bed. But that is, oh, Compelled's a good one. Oh, that makes sense. Come Thou Found of Every Blessing. This is a great album too, guys. Oh, man. What? We just had a World War Three. Here in our kitchen <laughs> We both thought the meanest things And then we both said them Yep We shot at each other till we Lost ammunition mm-hmm. She's from Vineland, New Jersey. I did not know this. Whoa! Hey! Ten minutes away from me. Baby. This is how I know. All right. I'm gonna listen to that later. Yeah. <laughs> I really like. I really. Her songwriting is it so does that. Good. It weaves the very hard needle of like using just like everyday language yeah. and talking about things in specific while also being poetic at the same time. Which I think you've talked about before. Of like specificity is really hard to do in a song mm-hmm. without it literally sound like. And today I put away my Tupperware, and then I yeah that Kermit the Frog the song was store. not good. <laughs> yeah, not his best work. Put my Tupperware. <laughs> Um, no, but it's hard. It's like yeah. to, to do the Flannery O'Connor thing where it's like, it's sparse and it's not, and there's some wordy songs in here, but like where it's pretty bare bones yeah. and not super verbose, but mm-hmm. what it's communicating is dense in that yeah. sense. Yeah. And like even at the end of that album too, which I'm now seeing a theme, like she pretty much does like this bro- broken down, like remix of Come Thou Found of Every Blessing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm noticing that she does that. Like she did that with Greatest by Faithfulness. Yeah, maybe that's And then she kind of like closer. chops and screws <laughs> another hymn, oh, but cool. it's always like really beautiful. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just always, like, I remember I listened to like a few of her albums just like, from that and you know it's but I think what I was reflecting on as I was on my way over here is like isn't that so amazing how like just music can do that in general right like I was like as a kid going through this incredibly dark and scary time in my life and it was just like what is going on and yet I found comfort through the words of someone I had never met before and it was just like provided this like 
piece to me. It's and crazy. I'm like, that's so, it's so cool that music is such a good gift and which is why I'm in music, like why I love music because it really can make you feel connected or it can, I don't know. I just think it's very powerful. So I feel the way about like certain books and stuff like that too. And just hearing a story or someone else's character, you know, that helped me like, okay, I'm not the first one to think this or the last one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. This song transports me to my bedroom in 2001, listening to the radio, falling asleep. 95. What? No, summer 2001. (laughs) 2001. Sorry. (laughs) Not a time You're 12, 13? I'm 11. 11 or 12. Oh, we're the same age. Yeah. We're like six months apart. Oh, yeah, you just talked about this. Yeah. Place emotional, trying to hear a new word from God. And I think it's very odd. That will I attempt to help myself? My Bible sits upon the shelf with every promise I could ever need. And the word was, and the word is, and the word will be. Looking for oh when it does the breakdown oh yeah no, I'll get I'll get here it is I mean this is a CCM course and that's like yeah it's these lines Trying to nail the harmonies on it. Yeah. Driving in the car. It's with pretty. Mm-hmm. The thing I remember is my friend Sam, I have to I have to fast forward to the to the uh, the end, but he would do this choreography to it when we would <laughs> listen. <laughs> I wish you could see this choreography right now. He's doing a sad face, open yeah. face. What is it? Open face. We're opening the Bible. Uh, the old word. So this is about no, but it is like specific in that it's like uh, an actual practical. It makes it a tangible application to mm-hmm. a person's Alex life. It's like I went to every Bible study. Yeah, that sucks yeah. shit. So I wouldn't read my Bible. <laughs> yeah. And then there is like the, you I, know. Can we talk about Generations? Oh, that oh, song. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I listened to it on the way over here and I was like, whoa. whoa. Also, I know every lyric, I swear, <laughs> still. But it means different things to you now, probably. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I want to go to Ireland where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eve stuff kind of bums me out. But yeah, <laughs> but then, but then we get into a okay. Yes, yes. I get where we're going with this journey. Sure. Yes. Okay, so it did, it did. The first thing I thought of was Watchmen. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never seen Watchmen. Watchmen it, uh, in the HBO adaptation. Yeah. It was about intergenerational trauma. Oh, my God. But isn't that trauma? such a new agey like, generational trauma? So that's why it's funny where it's like, yes, you listen to Open and you're like, oh, the whole Eve thing. But then you listen to the rest of the song. You're like, oh, you're just trying to paint this broader story of quote unquote generational trauma, yes. which was not something... You know, that's so interesting because I took it. I was thinking also of like climate change and like yeah. ethical Whoa. choices you make now. Because yeah. yeah. you're talking yeah. about like that's her true. great, great, great grandkids and yeah. like what will happen with them. And I, I, I also was just thinking of like the kindness you reap in your life yes. and like taking care of people and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I didn't she, even think about trauma at all and I think that's actually No, really she put out a remix it. with a guest verse from Greta Thunberg actually. <laughs> <laughs> Greta has no time for this. <laughs> oh man. Could you imagine? Generations will reap what I sow I think is such a good way to Right? I don't know. It's such a good uh, message that has stood the test of time that you took from Genesis. Yes. Yeah. You know? it, it is a barely a Christian song in that sense. Where yeah. It's like, well, I guess if Eve is like top of the food chain as far as like you know setting the the ball up for the next person yeah yeah but otherwise it, it it's not that germane to the christian bible hello lord I oh found i to love be, this song uh the song bums me out <laughs> yeah hello lord is the this is an it's my fault anthem yeah <laughs> Where it's like yeah it's kind of what we were talking about yeah, with i know the I, that's exactly what i was thinking about well let's yeah i'll listen a little bit and we can talk about it now I'm faced with big decisions and I'm wondering if you have a minute. Paper or plastic. Right now I don't hear so well. Should I do or acrylics? What's that? <laughs> don't worry about it. I know. I know. I had So I could sit with you in person. Sorry. Hear what you're saying right now. I just can't hear you. I just can't hear you. Her damn voice. Oh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. A lot of character in it. Oh my gosh. But it reminded me of, um, yeah, a couple weeks ago, we talked about this Mercy Me song. Where, oh, take me back. Yes, where they're singing like, God speak to us, God speak to us, talk to us now, we're here, we want to hear you, you know, Lord talk to us. And like, it, for the first time really occurred to me how many times I'd sung songs like that or like this, yeah. where you're like literally begging for a basic element of a relationship like just communication yeah you know Ooh. and like that shouldn't be something that god denies from you you yeah. know is talking to you yeah and so it's all about like let me make sure the conditions are perfect and i'm quiet or i've removed yeah. any other sin from my life and like she even says in the song like i don't doubt your sovereignty i doubt my ability to listen Ooh, yeah. and i'm like of course we're bad at listening. Like we're not God, you know? Yeah. And I, I, it makes me sad for how many songs where it sounds like God just like will not meet you halfway, you know? Yeah. And you have to oh, assume. I've never thought of it that, that way. Like, That's you're bad. Really, yeah. You how know? have you thought really? of it? I like, well, I think it was just, I, I love that perspective because I think that it is some, like a trap or um, a narrative that we were wrapped into growing up and in the church and evangelical church. And it's like, it's so if you're not doing the right thing and you're not list, it's because again, the conditions aren't right on your mm -hmm. end mm -hmm. and God's not going to come to you. So Even yeah, you're like literally desperate. Yeah. Usually when you're singing these songs, but you know, the, but the flip side, what I think that was again, when you put yourself into 2001, 
I'm fasting for George W. Bush mentality. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're hungry. We're hungry. <laughs> we're really hungry for a Republican president. <laughs> we are hungry for four more years. <laughs> <laughs> And not a great thing to say in 2020. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Okay, so, yeah, um, but like when you put it in that yes. perspective, so when you when like you were saying with a, with the Mercy Me song or or whatever it was, mm-hmm. where it's just like you need to talk to me, you need to do this. But I feel like even for when I listen to this song, when you can go back in time, how that was even more of a radical uh, viewpoint of it's like not actually like demanding God to speak to me, but like you probably are speaking to me, but maybe it's mm-hmm. like a whisper or my own loudness of. I don't know, like in anything, like if we're in the middle of a party and we're trying to have a deep conversation, maybe not, you know, I'm trying to paint a picture here, Yeah, but I'm not saying it's correct. But like, I think when you put yourself back into how reformed, you know, my um, uh, mentality was of just demanding, you know, answers, this, this and this. And so I don't know, maybe it's also because I have ADD. So I, I do have an inability to actually listen to people when they're speaking. Where oh, I'm like, that's not true. I think you're a great listener. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, thank or you. Or you fooled me either way. <laughs> you're a good liar. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. But like to concentrate. So I think even from that, it's almost like, yeah, but like you said, like we're not God. So yeah, you know, I, I mean, like, I, it's different. I know. I mean, I understand at some point, like you should try to be a little meditative, mm, yeah. you know, when you're trying to like de- I don't know, listen, but that, that thing of chasing God's voice to the ends of the earth and being so desperate yeah. makes me so sad now. You know, that's, and again, that's a perspective I had not thought of because again, I am someone who doesn't like to sit with her thoughts and I will do everything and anything to do all the activities. And <laughs> yeah. so that already you know, lines up with how you feel about it, yourself. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's just, it's just more of my natural state where I really have to purpose myself to be in a healthy mentality uh, yeah. and even just for you know my relationships for myself like it really is like scheduling solitude you know time (laughs) for solitude because that's just not that doesn't come natural to me because I don't like to go down that road so that's almost the perspective I have where it's like even like how I need to sit with my own thoughts like oh like yeah you know maybe that's her mentality too I don't know I could totally get I could see that too this song is inviting you to like stretch yourself a little bit more like yeah which yeah this quieter space but it's like interpretations that's what's really cool about that too but I do love what you said about like we shouldn't we shouldn't need to like chase yeah you know yeah because it did strike me that way too where it's just like yeah and it's a lot of I'm a worm yeah Yeah. and like I'm bad at this you know you're there's surely you can't be doing anything wrong here so it must be me did you think no my heart was kind of an I'm a worm song where it's like do I just pray so I could say I prayed for an hour oh uh, yeah (laughs) I know I I again this is another song that's like these are thoughts I have had and I think are valid to be thinking about like are you doing good things yeah if only to get benefits but also like of course you are doing that like of course you it's are. It's just the ethical conundrum of like, is there such a thing as 100% pure altruism? Yeah, and I think... And the answer is like, no. I think Christians are always <laughs> like, not. there is. I just haven't been yeah. good at it enough yet, yeah. you know, Maybe or whatever. Not. We can just give and up. <laughs> I know, and so it is sense. very much like, nothing I do, even the good things I do, not good enough, you know? Yeah. yeah. bums me out. The other... There's just a de- denying our humanity all yeah. the time, I think is not good for us. Yeah. Christians, yeah. I uh, completely agree. And again, that's come with the deconstructing yes. of my faith yes mm. self-preservation yeah. like the mm-hmm. things you did to survive oh to take God. care of yourself even if they weren't 100 percent healthy yeah and you were like we're taught to hate that about yourself or think yeah that was sinful. instead of just be like you were just trying to 
get what you could, you know, to get like survive. And that's, you could, you can't hurt yourself weird as I think I, I, I hated my, I don't know. Did I hate myself? I feel, I feel like I had more of those kind of thoughts in my adult life than I did growing up as a kid. I wasn't really around that sort of language that much as a kid. Yeah. In terms of like, that always feels more like John the Diaper Piper reformed sort of situation, more so than like, I was around Assembly God people and then Baptist people who just checked out and wanted to go back to their big homes. Like, it wasn't a lot of like, you need to examine every part. There was a little bit of that in youth group, but it was really like, Maybe the reason it was a little difficult for me to untangle that is because it did happen more recently than it did for some people like mm. in their like early formative development yeah. uh, uh, childhood stuff. Yeah. But one of the songs I did listen to a good amount uh, as a kid was her second radio hit. Oh, How Is It Between Us? How Is It Between Us? Which oh is an uh, alternate title, We Good? DTR. It is a DTR It's a DTR anthem. Again, I think this would be a progressive song for the time. Like It's very casual about her and God. Is this Sarah Groves or Caroline Ely? This part right here. And I love my husband, my house, my job. Couldn't be True. any better. <laughs> See? She forgot Scampy. <laughs> what else is there? Scampy! <laughs> the end. I realize I'm forgetting God. It's the root of all my misery. It's the root of all my misery. <laughs> I know. To just be like, I'm in a mood today because I... Yeah. Lord, how is it between us? Lord, how is it between us? When did I talk to you last and what has happened since? So I remember my friends when I was a kid hating this song. They were like, no, that doesn't make sense. How is it between you? You know, you should know what it's like between you and God. I don't get this song at all. <laughs> like it, it eluded us as children. Like I could totally get that. Yeah. The, the poetic idea or the central metaphor being like, how is it between us? They're like, well, that's stupid. You know how it is. Just ask him. Yeah. Like it was yeah. such an available Like there yeah. couldn't be answer. some sort of give and take yeah. or anything. Like it's, you must be aware of the state I know, isn't that yeah. of the relationship. But again, weirdly progressive for the time. Yeah. You know. But not enough for me. No. Now. <laughs> not enough. No. It's never enough. Harder. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the subtitle of the Good Christian yeah, Fun Podcast. Just a little bit. Um, wait, can we play her? Um, uh, oh gosh, what were the ladies who wanted to go on the death train? What? Oh, going home. Going home. Oh. <laughs> All aboard. Heaven's waiting. <laughs> Let's die. This is a subgenre, um, Alex of. <laughs> CCM, which is, I want to die so I freaking bad. can't wait to die. <laughs> <laughs> I got like an go accidentally home. nihilist song. <laughs> so like. Yeah, it's, I think I've said that <gasps> before, like depression Twitter, CCM, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> real life meme that you just yeah. did. Yes, I love that real life meme. Please make that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, we're talking over the lyrics. But yeah. Leaving the station. All aboard. And it's in all wide. <laughs> 
Is this the sequel to that 88-year-old lady <laughs> kissing the big I one? Not. Yeah. I hope she's still alive now. <laughs> this came out 19 years ago. <laughs> she would be... A hundred and... hundred and... I give up. Five. Oh, I give seven. Up. No. hundred and seven. 88 plus 19. 88. She 98. Is 117. 117. Yeah. 107. Seven. <laughs> Carry the line. We're in the arts. You know, uh, just give us a break. Okay. <laughs> We're in the arts. I've never heard that as a get Wait, out of jail free card. Can I just tell you though, like that eighty-eight-year-old song, and then that song for a for a child who constantly Heavy. was terrified of no, just actually terrified of the concept of eternity. Like it kept me up Ooh. at night. Oh, we've talked this about this comforting. before. Too. Like this sounds like <laughs> eternity sounds bad. And like, friends, scary. the chorus of the song is, "And you are never too young to think about it." <gasps> I cannot wait to be going to be going home. <laughs> so if you're five. You better be thinking about your grave You're like, plot. wow, I'm done. This is too much. Mommy, can I be cremated? <laughs> oh, it's Mickey's Wah. funeral plan. Wah. Wah. White lilies only. I want it to be a celebration. But classy. <laughs> Not a funeral. Speaking Don't of- mourn. No. I actually oh, told no. my, I actually had this conversation with my friend the other day. I said, hey, just a few things like, you know. We were talking, we were talking about death or whatever, and I was like, I don't want it to be a celebration. Y'all better be crying and wailing and so, and like also tell your stories, but mainly be crying. Sadness and also yes. do You're not let yeah. yeah do not let these exes through the door. And so that was, <laughs> do you think they try? Uh, hmm. Who knows? Would they have to fly in? That's I think yeah. the question yeah. for them. Yeah. This is this is so off topic, but I just think it's such a charming story, but. Uh, the great Harris Whittles passed away five years ago Who? this month as we're recording. He's this. a comedian. Oh. Harris Whittles. Comedian writer. Oh, he invented yes. the I'm term sorry. humble brag. No, I, I know. I'm sorry. Yes. I know exactly who you're talking about. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think about him a lot. Still, he's from Houston. He's a Houston uh, boy. And <laughs> the story, because there was a bunch of different like services and, and funeral things like on in New York and in LA too. And one of the ones in LA, a friend of mine was, <laughs> talking about they were there and every w- attractive woman who spoke at the at the service said a version of Harris and I had a complicated relationship oh, <laughs> <God>. Harris <laughs> he stop dirty dog he lived I'll say oh, that had a he complicated lived. relationship yeah, but there was like <laughs> like six we had something yeah we had something special that's not reflected. yeah and it wasn't always easy you know but it was with Harris <laughs> I love yeah. that so funny oh. oh my gosh now um, did you like Tent in the Center of the Town because it did finally uh, answer the question what if Regina Spector was a Christian? Oh my God, I thought was the same thing. Was like, it sounds yeah. exactly like a Regina Spector song. Yep. Oh my God. And there's a tent at the center of the town. At Even Lee, the piano Lee. sounds like something she'd do. Painting pictures of Egypt, another one. I want to talk about that one. Yeah. yeah. There's a tent in the center of town. There's a tent in the center. Oh, you can totally hear it. I hate hear, your right? impression of Regina Why? Spector. I like I her. Don't, I know, but I just. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you hate it when we all did an impression of her on that second service episode? Oh, I loved it. Why? Because other people were doing it that weren't me. <laughs> yes. I can tell you, you're my friend. Okay. You handle criticism really well. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
that's that's a hilarious thing to say. Oh, wait, what did you want to say about painting pictures Uh, of Egypt? Oh, I like this song. I felt like uh, with some key differences, I was like, this is how I feel kind of right now and where I am in faith. How so? There's a lyric. I didn't write it down. She said something of like, um, these paths close behind me while my back was turned or something like that. And I don't know what exactly she may be talking about, but to me it was like, oh yeah, this is like the faith where I came from. Oh, it's totally a deconstruction And I can't go song. back to it, yeah. but I have to go forward somewhere. Yeah. I have no idea, but yeah. I know I can't be like right here because this is comfortable, but it doesn't feel good. Kind the of course like, is yeah. I've been painting pictures of Egypt, leaving out what it lacks. The future mm-hmm. feels so hard and I want to go back, but the places that used to fit me cannot hold the things I've learned. Yeah. Those roads were closed off to me while my back was turned. So beautiful mm. isn't it yeah yeah that might be the i don't know if i'm like <laughs> waxing poetic about the quote-unquote egypt of my youth necessarily but it is like yeah those were closed behind me and they don't fit anymore i thought that was a really good way to but doesn't it. doesn't great music create a narcissism in all of us where it's like this is about me mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. it is uh, like it opens itself enough where it does become this is fully my story yeah. and, and my yeah. experience. And I and I feel like plenty of people listening to this show right now could probably uh, uh, relate to much of this song on, on a lyrical level. Yeah. Like. So, see, she made durable songs. She and, really did. Yeah. And her voice is so... So gorgeous. Yeah, a lot of, lot of character. Because I Less selfishly love that I picked an album that you um you kind of enjoyed. Or we could actually like... I know we dig into a lot of things. Oh, but totally. Hey. But this is great. There's a lot Thank here. You. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, this might be... <laughs> hey! What do you mean I don't handle Christmas? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's rate the album now. The way it works, Alex, we give it a holy toast, a holy roast, or a space between. Holy toast, that's a thumbs up. We send Sarah all the way to heaven. heaven or holy roast, we send her to, even if it exists, <laughs> hell. We'll call it Egypt. Yeah, we'll call it our own personal Egypt. <laughs> or if we're not sure, we can get a, a, a thumb between, which is purgatory a la... The space between. Do you think Dave's ever listened to this show? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. He, he DM'd me. <laughs> no. He DM'd you. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. No, I'm kidding. He didn't. Oh. Yeah. oh, I would not like that if he DM'd me. Why not? I don't know. I guess it depends on the content. He's a of the celebrity. Message. No, if he what sent if me it... like a Gerbert VHS cover. <laughs> I was like, check this out. I'd be like, all right, tight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> tight. Send us all your VHSs of Gerbert, by the way. Please do. Caroline, we start with you. Oh, holy toast from me, uh, big time. I mean, I'd I'd really be curious of like what she thinks of this album now because twenty yeah. years a lot can change. She's much older, and Let's like do part two. Get her yeah, on the show. Yeah, and I was trying DMing to like, <laughs> I wanted to try to listen to some of her more recent stuff just to get a gauge of like where she's at. Because I again, there's like stuff on here that I don't really dis- I don't really agree with right now. But man, it was beautiful. Man, what a lyricist. I'm so glad she existed for you and some yeah. people at some point. I wish I had had her because I feel like her her songs were really helpful and specific and a kind of faith that I like wanted to have that wasn't mm. preachy or pretend. It was like yeah. somewhere in the middle, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really nice. All right, we turn to Alex. Uh, Holy toast for me. Hey. You know, obviously I picked this album. (laughs) Um, No, but I thought, like, even like I said, uh, listening to it for the first time in a very long time, 
um it kind of, i don't know it's just kind of like a warm blanket and again i think it's just like very vulnerable and it was real and you kind of hit the nail on the head where it was in in this world and, and grow up growing up in the baptist church and evangelical christianity where there was a lot of you have to save face like you have to act like you always have it all together it was really refreshing and also that coming through with music too right because it was really refreshing, you know, as a 10 year old, even as a 10 year old to listen to songs like this that are really heavy, but also feel like it was okay to have a more vulnerable and real relationship with God, Christianity, whatever you want to say it. And mm-hmm. so definitely, I definitely appreciated that perspective. And I think it was very formative too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Holy toast for me. Wow. wow. Is this, wait, Yay. did you give a, Toby a holy toast last week too? I did. Wow, we're kind of on a hot streak right know, now. Things are like that's sure real to come good. crashing down next week with whatever <laughs> BS like, we do. <laughs> like boys from the suburban neighborhood or whatever. It's gonna be like a rap CD. Love it. <sighs> All right, you can go to at Christian Fun Pod. Oh wait, I didn't say why it's holy toast. I mean, ditto, ditto. Yeah, everything everyone's saying. Did you, how did you feel about it? The depth of character. Again? I thought you were gonna. Well, because I misinterpreted your text. Oh, I was gearing up for more of a like. Yeah. Yeah, like on, <laughs> on the stuff that we don't agree with or, or oh, affirm uh-huh. in 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 the album, but uh, yeah, I just like really responded natively to the character of her voice and the kind of like trajectory of honesty. It's like it's almost like there there is a a folly and futility with some of this stuff that we're doing on this show now, where this has to do with the conversation I was having with a friend the other day of like the kind of. Um, industry now of going back to old media and being like look at this thing uh there was actually some sexist stuff and racist stuff and it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Ten thousand word article gets a million hits on buzzfeed where it's like oh good job guys like what what are you doing and like yeah like it's like oh people were like racist or sexist or homophobic from x amount of years ago so it's like yeah whatever so for something like this i do just want to come to a place of it it's like what is it that i do like and that is interesting and i love the trajectory of her honesty and i haven't listened to the other stuff other than less like scars more like character from one of those other albums and of course toy packaging but (laughs) it's so sad when you sent me that Uh, but uh, she wrote this really annoying Christmas song that we listened oh, to I've out of context on another episode that I didn't remember. I never no, heard please of it. don't, no, Kevin. God damn it! <laughs> what is this? Oh, I hate it already. Oh no! But listen to this part. Oh. This is really Here honest. We Here we go. Nothing makes me lose my cool like toy packaging. Oh my god, no! So for toy no. packaging alone, no. I give it a holy toast. <laughs> uh, but you can vote yourself, listener. Go to at Christian Fun Pod, roast toast or space between. Get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. Ballers. Hey, and we're just a week away from Hillary's <laughs> documentary on Hulu. Oh yeah, countdown. Countdown begins. Wait, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, she's I doing a documentary. Uh huh. I have a guest arc on, on Pin Hulu. Fifteen season two. <laughs> She's in Watchmen. In your <laughs> no, Watchmen's it's done. HBO. They canceled it. They canceled or no, it. They just stopped writing it for no. it. Yeah, it was they, only ever going to be one season. It was only ever going to be one season. Damon Lindelof said, "I don't have another idea. I'm done. I don't want to do it." And they're That's like, so "Okay, smart. that was a good idea." Well, actually, what he said is, "I would love if a woman or a person of color took over and did the show instead." And HBO and said, like, "Absolutely no. not." <laughs> 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 <Those> assholes. <gasps> 
Oh my God. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles. We're not here to promote ourselves or our projects. Alex, we're here to lift them up to the Lord. And we start with Caroline. Uh, you can promote my projects to the Lord at Caroline's Farts, uh, including TikTok. on TikTok and Letterboxd, y'all. I'm on new platforms. New platforms 2020. Mm, is that your Instagram wait. is done Twitter is dead wait okay. we're on TikTok it was new friends 2019 and now it's, <laughs> it's new, new platforms, platforms. <laughs> 2020 you're gonna be spouting off <laughs> um now I, it genuinely cracks me up anytime someone follows me because like you don't get goods you know it's not stuff for anybody it's Alex, not professional if you, if you go to letterbox.com slash caroline's farts you can read reviews oh, no. of uh, films like 1917 in which so Caroline weird. wrote Please don't read it. I have some trenches these boys can do a single shot in <laughs> No you didn't No you didn't oh. It is her most liked review <laughs> on the platform It's going viral <laughs> Oh um, my god Roger Deakins give me a call <laughs> I'm gonna lift up uh, a podcast I've been really enjoying called- Downhill four and a half stars I liked it Wow I can't wait to watch it Okay great um. Oh, a podcast I've been enjoying is called We Crashed. It's about uh, WeWork, that company that was like the yeah, co-working yeah. space. Um, I love podcasts like this where it's kind of like the rise and fall of sort of like a scammy, a narcissistic enterprise, basically. Nice. It's so good. It's good, like journalistic kind of stuff. By the way, listeners, if you have anything like that, like a podcast that you've enjoyed that's like We Crashed or something like that, can you send it to me? Because I'm looking for good news stories. Hmm? Hey, that's a nice specific call to action. A lift up and an ask. Yeah. (laughs) Some work and and a request. Patreon.com slash good Christian fun. Kind of our ask every week. That's true. Double ask. We turn it to Alex. (laughs) Hi. Um, Hi. Hello. There she is. There she is. Yeah, I'm going to lift up my own podcast. It's called Alex Tries Her Best. And um, the concept of it is we really, I try to, It's very guest heavy, take on different topics um, every episode. And I always want them to, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You can basically listen to it at any time. What's the word? It's escaping me. Evergreen. Thank you. Evergreen. Ooh. Mm. So I want like more evergreen, but we have covered everything from super light topics like racism in America with uh, Brittany and Jess, who Mm -hmm. um, is one of the pastors at church, body empowerment. Um, and then some, you know, lights have we done astrology, but the latest episode I've done is about my exit from iHeart and this transitional period I'm into and Ooh, you know, dating. honestly, I was gonna wanna know about that and now I can just listen to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> make her tell well, it, again. it was the it was the very like PG uh, you know, oh, okay. to watch so also. The real yeah, get the real deal. Okay. Without the like, sex scene. I'll hang out. Yeah. <laughs> the PG Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I just know things myself. like that are always like a little messy, yeah. you know, but oh. you can't talk about it publicly. Yeah. Or, no, but no. I also have like done breakups. Actually there's a really funny story on a message I just got on that um like T I will say real quick was this girl messaged me and she was just like I just listened to your breakup podcast I was in my car crying funny story I actually started following you because a guy I was talking to was liking all your pictures who was someone I dated for like six months last this past (gasps) year and I quickly put it together and messaged it like screenshot it and sent it to him I was like hey just heads up oh my god so we cover everything (laughs) folks Instagram is a dating app it is it is it's not hinge it's not bumble and mm-hmm. another, I know, truly, actually. But another thing I do want to lift up is my friend's podcast, and he um, actually has a comedy show 
um, tomorrow night, you know, after we film this, but it's called the Back Pew. I don't know if you've heard of it, no. but it's the back pew. It symbolizes like those who are entering and leaving the church. And so it's that in-between space. Wow. And it's really, 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 really good. So it's him and his friend Colton. And um, it's a great podcast, especially if you are like a lot of the listeners for this this podcast would also like that Out one of too. overlap, yes. Mm-hmm. So the back pew with Dan Prevett. And Alex tries her best. Please subscribe and listen. Hey. Oh, and follow me on socials at Alex on the mic. Alex A-L-E-X. on the mic. On the MIC. Hell yeah. Nice. Thank you, Alex. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I got nothing to lift up. I don't care. Wow. Whatever. You've been too wow. busy living your best life. <laughs> Is that what's been happening? I think so. I'm not at home you like, like You have a thriving stuff. social life right now. Yeah. What, what does this mean? I don't know what that... It's good. It's good. Yeah. It but is I good. Get, no, good. It's not you. I'm just saying like it's like... I'm not like putting out weird no, you're not. whatever. No, you're not. I get insecure about that because then that becomes an image thing in a different way. No, no, no. To be honest, I like envy it in like a non-toxic way or anything. You've gotten some of it, right? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, no. you were successful I'm, oh no yeah. i'm very secure and happy yeah. I, I, I do see you and i'm just like that's just amazing i love that i was yeah, gonna you're say you're living it uh but yeah nothing lift up i mean it's all the same i'm gonna lift up your um even though we're like two months out of it your cat's uh story highlight on ig oh yeah watch the cat story highlight on ig <laughs> yeah. i made a lot of family members that way <laughs> and we we still talk to yeah, this day that's great we're gonna have a release party, a Jellical Ball. Oh my gosh! On, on Blu-ray. Oh great! Oh, oh I love right. it. I still haven't <laughs> seen it, but you know what I did uh, on Christmas when I was back home in New Jersey. I was showing people the highlights on your Instagram oh, because cute. we were talking about it. But I was just like, I didn't know him. I was like, this is how I want to see this movie, and I can't describe <laughs> it to you, but I can show you my friend's Instagram highlight reel, and it was that. The, oh, the only sweet. tragic yeah. thing about your highlight is like none of us will ever have that good of a time at Cats. No. Like it's, no. Yeah, it's just done. The I might host a rowdy screening of it in New York when I'm there. Though. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah Weren't they asking test. for yeah. someone to do it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, you, I don't see why you it. wouldn't get that gig. Like, eh, we'll see. I can't it's imagine a better out. person for it. Every yeah. night in LA, it is sold out. I keep looking Taxes? at it. The, the rowdy screening. Oh, the rowdy screening. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Gotta go back. Oh, this uh, like a Suzanne. Gotta go back. Uh, I'll lift up Sonic the Hedgehog. Is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. Great. Uh, you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere at <laughs> patreon.com slash good Christian Fun. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is Dignity Liberia. I fudged that up. Dignity Liberia. New job. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I drink cold things? Have you ever noticed like your tongue gets kind of like slow? <laughs> is that a thing? You work in radio. Uh, you might know. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's looking up. It's online. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> And there's nothing left to say except for in all of Pod's people say amen. amen. And there's only one song by Sarah Gross we should go out on. <laughs> Damn it! No. Sarah, why'd you Let's do get them, girls. <laughs> Listen to our episode go, about girls. worst <laughs> Christmas songs. This is a song about... <sighs> Toy packaging. We compared toy packaging to racism and that we don't like either of them. Uh, why? Is that bad to say? We don't like equally them. bad. Not equally bad, but both bad. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Nothing makes me lose my cool like toy packaging. Ask the kids, please leave the room. That was a HeadGum Podcast.